0: Oh, it is so wonderful to proclaim more of Jesus. That's what Christmas says, more Jesus. And we need to understand that God has come to this earth. And so I want to welcome you and also for those on the the screen. I am so excited for those that have reported back to us you receiving Jesus Christ as Lord. It is amazing for us at Valley Community to know that you would spend time sitting in front of your TV and watching us and allowing and availing yourself to listen and to know that Jesus Christ is Lord. For all the guests here, we welcome you. Your kids were great. Your grandkids were great. Your nieces and nephews. Let's give them another hand. Can we do that? Amen. 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 I want to pray for you because I got a word for you today that is amazing. Father, thank you for just the time frame that we can celebrate even in the midst of all the junk of the world. COVID, that evil demonic thing in Jesus' name, it cannot and will not touch our homes and families. We proclaim that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you are in control. Psalm 75 says that you are the one that promotes and you are the one that sets down. And we receive your plan and your purposes for our world. And going into Christmas, Father, we will not worry. We will not walk in fear, but we will rejoice because Jesus Christ was born. And we give you honor for that. Thank you, Lord, for all you're going to do today. Amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I wanna read this to you, it's called The Christmas Wish. When a father asked his little boy what he wanted for Christmas, the boy replied, Daddy, I want a baby sister. But as it turned out, the wife was pregnant and delivered on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Day, she brought home a brand new baby sister for their son. The next year, when the father asked his little boy what he wanted for Christmas, the boy said, well, If it wouldn't make mommy too uncomfortable, I'd like a pony. (laughs) I think, ladies, you felt that more than the men did, but uh, Merry Christmas. Christmas is so believable because of the truth of what Scripture tells us. I am going to share with you today the most amazing fact in the world. It's going to take me a while to get there. I want to give you all the information before that, before I give you the most amazing fact ever that you will ever hear. But before I tell you, think about it. The whole world marks time according to Christmas or the first Christmas, the birth of Jesus. History shows that people talk about events by saying before Christ or after Christ. Matter of fact, Let me just explain to you that AD doesn't mean after death, for some of you that thought always that it did. Uh, If they use Christ's death for the calendar, there would be a 33 and a half year gap on the calendar. So AD is anno domini, which are Latin words, which mean year of our Lord. So the whole world marks time as before Christ was born, so now we are in the 2073rd and 73rd year of our Lord. Isn't that amazing? It's been that long since Christ. So the question is, why is, Chris, is Christmas or Christianity believable? Is it the spirit of Christmas? Is it the good times? (laughs) Is it that you got 25% off what you bought? Is it a family gathering? By the way, I proclaim to you in Jesus' name that your family will be whole and that you would be able to enjoy one another without proclamations of you denying people because of their vaccination. Is it that the whole world gives on Christmas? So we find out why it's so believable. Let's read this story again. Weren't the kids awesome? And i tell you what, our narrator, he was amazing. I loved it. I sat there with tears in my eyes because I've watched that kid grow. Matthew 1, verse 18 says this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed, engaged to Joseph, before they came together physically, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 19, it says, and Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her public example, was minded to put her away secretly. from their sins Now we have a Hebrew scholar I call him a Hebrew scholar and I called him and checked with him on the name here. so it says to call his name Jesus, written in, in the Greek text is Yeshua and in the Hebrew, God is salvation is Yeshua. Yah- Yeshua. that's how you say it in the Hebrew. And literally the meaning of that is this. God brings salvation. Verse 22, so all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets saying, behold, listen very closely. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated God with us. So here to me is what's so believable about Christmas is Isaiah is quoted here in Matthew, in the prophecy. And he gave this prophecy about seven hundred and forty three years before the birth of Jesus before the birth of the Christ child. His prophecy today is called a messianic scripture or prophecy or foretelling regarding the Messiah that's coming. So before I tell you this amazing fact that I want to tell you, let's go back now to Isaiah, the story, why it's so believable and this messianic prophecy. In Isaiah's time, Syria, the nation of Syria, not Assyria, was getting ready to attack Judah. Isaiah gives Ahaz, the king of Judah, a word regarding the attack. Ahaz, now you need to know this, Ahaz was and never was a godly king. The word is, Ahaz, don't worry about the attack, it will come to nothing. In other words, Judah, Israel, will stand. Ahaz doesn't believe that. Because he is doing a political backdoor deal, the Bible tells us, with another nation called Assyria, not Syria. To sell the people of Israel as slaves, as long as they give him his freedom, he would take all his money and go somewhere and live by himself or live with his family safe. So let's pick it up in Isaiah chapter seven, verse 10, from this. Verse 10 begins with the word moreover. Now moreover means in addition to what was said before or what I just explained to you, all right? So verse 10, moreover, the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Now, when you read that, you're thinking, oh, he's being spiritual. And he's just trying to say the right things because he's trying to be a faith guy. No, his answer is not spiritual. It is opposite, it is, in a sense, opposite from the pit of hell because he doesn't believe in the messianic story that Jesus was born. Verse 13, then he said, "'Hear now, O house of David.'" Notice how he explains this. "'Is it a small thing for you to weary men? "'But will you weary my God also?' You didn't believe, basically saying you didn't believe you're going to sell all the people as slavery and they will always be tired because they will be owned. And then because you don't believe God, you're wearying God. God has set it up. God has promoted you. God has set you in a place where you could do great things for the kingdom of God and you have dismantled everything by your own disbelief. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. And here it is. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. What Isaiah was saying again, don't you worry about this because God is going to take care of you. Watch this, in spite of you. Then Isaiah spoke of Messiah's birth coming from the house of David. So again, Ahaz said he did not want to test God. He said it because he didn't want to trust God. There are a lot of people in the world that are living in their life because of all the chaos of this world, they're not trusting God. And Christmas is a a time frame of no celebration because they focus on what we do today regarding Christmas, which I think is wonderful. I love all the decorations. I love all the presents. You know what that reminds me of? That Jesus Christ was born, and you know what the presents are? Is that my God is a giver, so we give too. If God gives you a word, then you and I are responsible to trust him in that word. And let me tell you right now, I said this about four years ago to the church in using this scripture. God's given you a word. And every year on December 25th, we celebrate it. So here's a sign. A virgin is going to conceive of the Holy Spirit and have a child, and we will call him Emmanuel with us. Think about it. How is that a sign to Ahaz and the people of Judah. Because Jesus was born 743 years later. Church family, the birth of Jesus is assigned to every generation. From that prophecy, from after Jesus' birth, after Jesus' death, that prophecy of his birth is a sign to us that God will take care of you if you trust him. Every Christmas is to remind us of that. Isaiah says Jesus will come through the tribe of Judah, through the house of David. But the Messiah hasn't come yet, Ahaz. So the sign Ahaz there is no way that the enemy can su- succeed against you because you are Judah, you are the house of David. And if you were destroyed, then Jesus couldn't come. Do you see what Isaiah was saying? See, God has a purpose for you and is not finished with you yet. Some of you in this room, some of you watching us may have not made that decision yet regarding God. God. That is the same sign that you and I have today. That God has a purpose for our lives and Satan cannot succeed against you until God's purpose is fulfilled in you. That's why we don't fear death anymore. Because God promised that he will fulfill what he has promised. Christmas, the same sign, Emmanuel is born. See, in 43 years of ministry, give or take a few days, Satan can't take me out, but I can, by doing something stupid. Ahaz was doing something stupid. Isaiah is telling us 2,743 years ago, the good news is Satan can't do anything. Jesus came, church. Jesus came. Don't worry about it. On December 25th, when all you get is a piece of coal, don't worry about it. Satan's got you covered. So here is what is so believable and an amazing hope. First of all, God himself became human. As a theologian, I consider myself that, a study of God. God became human and I'm gonna explain that to you in a quick fashion. Christmas changes everything. What happened, what we celebrate in the United States of America changes everything because God became human. This is why the whole world counts down to Christ and counted to Christ from his birth. Today there's an attack on the deity of Christ. We see all kinds of religions out there trying to proclaim that Christians are evil because of the way they believe. They believe that Jesus was just a good man that Jesus was a prophet like other prophets. Let me tell you, they're wrong. Jesus was, is, and will be God because he was God. Matthew 16, 13 says, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Born of a woman. Verse 14, So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah. In other words, John the Baptist came back or Elijah came back. And others, Jeremiah did the same. Or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say Christ is? He's asking. Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know what he said there? I mean, Jesus just said, you know, you didn't get that from yourself. You got that from God. The answer is really saying this. You are fully man, and also you are fully God, the Christ child. By the way, the question, who do you say that I am? Your answer determines your eternal destination. The way you believe about Jesus, the the way you believe about that baby in the manger, the way you believe about the the crucifixion and the cross is going to determine your eternal life because we are eternal beings. Where will you be? Is your answer just a good man or is your answer like Peter's? He's the Christ, the son of the living God. Church family, we know he was God because of this. Jesus was conceived of the Holy Spirit. You know, in, in, in our uh, vernacular, we, we call it the immaculate conception. You know what that means? Pure without spot. Or, as we know, studying Scripture, no sin. You say it. You go into someone's house and you say, man, this house is so immaculate. (laughs) Not after Christmas. You see, Jesus, he was conceived of or in a woman, not a man. What does that mean? Let me show you. In Matthew 1, verse 18 and 20, it talks about being conceived of the Holy Spirit. The egg was from the woman, but the seed was not from a man, but from the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, ten times it says the iniquities of the fathers go to the third and fourth generation. It never says the iniquities of the mothers. Did you ever notice that? Now, ladies, don't say it. I know some of you thought it. I now have proof all the bad stuff comes from you, pointing to your husband. (laughs) Preach it, brother, right? Preach it. Here's the point. The point is the iniquity is passed through the seed, not the egg, through the seed. Jesus was born of a woman, but not from a man. Why? So he could be fully human, no sin, and fully God. So here it is again. God became human. No other religion has this. Saying our founder is God. Valley Community Church, our Christianity, is our founder is from God. I hate the word religion. I don't hate much, I don't use the word very often. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. Man's attempt to get to God. You can't earn it, you can't get better, you can't attend mass, you can't attend service to get to God. Christianity is God's attempt to get to man. That's why Jesus was born. That's why Jesus became human. That's why Jesus, Christ our Lord, was born. That's why we celebrate Christmas. So Christ was born from an incorruptible seed, the Holy Spirit. As a Christian, did you know you were born again? You know what that means? When you were born again, you were born of an incorruptible seed. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 1.23 says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever, Jesus Christ. God became a human. God even brought the message himself. I could just see the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit standing there in heaven just going, you see what mankind's doing right now? Well, maybe we need to send an angel. Well, maybe we need to send just a prophet. Maybe we need to find a really good man. And Jesus said, no, no, send me. Because the people are my daily delight, Scripture says. That you are so special to God, he came himself for you. God did not send someone to redeem you. He came himself. Merry Christmas. More of Christ. When he came, he paid the price for your sin. See, another revelation of God becoming human is the creator became the creation. He trusted in others to take care of him. He came as, as, as a baby. Others had to take care of him. You know the story, that Egypt, they tried to kill him. They killed every baby two years old and younger. The wise men came to Jesus when he was two years old, and then the reality they learned that they needed to get out of there because they were looking to find a baby that age, and the wise men gave him money to take their trip. I know, I love it, though, the manger scene. We have all the wise men and everything. Now, the wise men didn't get there until he was two years old. I study the Bible, the time frame, history. But that's okay. We have manger scene here. You know why? Because we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Amen. John 1.1 says this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. First John 4, verse 2 and 3, by this you know the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit of God, every spirit, that's small spirit, that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in, in the flesh is of God. Jesus was born. That's why we celebrate Christmas. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So when you hear people say, ah, oh, no, he's just a prophet, they're not of God. They're lying to you. They're deceiving you. Church family, last week we talked about that deception. And this is a spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard from, was coming and is now already in the world, the spirit of Antichrist, a lies and a deception. So the question, why is it important that we believe Jesus was human? Here's your answer. Because if he didn't become human, then he really didn't die for my sin. God can't die. But he became human. Fully God, fully human. And he died in his body. Jesus Christ was really scourged for my sin. He really was nailed to the cross. Jesus really did bleed, and he really did die. Well, I don't know if I believe the Bible, then read history. The history books, the writings of Josephus, all the different writings that's recorded. Roman history. The good news, he really did rise from the grave, though. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, it says, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil or the power of sin, who had the power of death. Church family, there is no power now than overcome a born-again believer. Amen. Because we live in this body, one day all of us will die, but we will fulfill our purpose. Why? Because Jesus was born because of what we celebrate on Christmas Day. Amen. See, God became human by the Holy Spirit. He is God. But God became human so he could experience what we experience. Wow. And then die and pay the price. So that when you and I come to him in prayer, he understands. He understands you. He understands where you're at. He understands your pain because he took your pain. He understands shame because he took shame and nailed it on the cross. You and everybody you know, that's who he came for. Hmm. So Christmas this Christmas on Saturday, I want you just for a fleeting moment, hopefully it's an all-day thing, that you would think this is a most believable, amazing story, God became human. <laughs> Isaiah 9.6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The word child is talking about his humanity. The word son is talking about he's the son of God. He is God. Fully man and fully God, and he redeemed us himself. Why? Because God is a lover of humanity. The Christmas story is a love story that is more believable than Hollywood. God became human so he could die and pay the price for his creation who sinned. That's Christmas. That's what you and I celebrate. That's our identity. That's why you celebrate Christmas. That's why you say Merry Christmas to people. Not just happy holiday. Some of you might get fired if you said Christmas. Say happy holiday, not Christmas. (laughs) Because you know the believable story. And as you live the life that you live, then you become that alter ego of Christ. You become that person that represents who he is with your life, with what you say, with how you live. Don't allow the pain and the suffering of the world to dismantle that pure belief that Christmas is truth. And it is so believable. You know what? And don't... Santa... Is cool. Okay, it's all right. That's not the real reason for Christmas. Reindeer are cool. Lights are cool. Christmas trees are cool. Presents are really cool. (laughs) But God became human because he loves you. Can I pray for you? all those that are listening and watching on your screen, if you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ, you just heard the truth. You just heard what Scripture said. Can you imagine? Some some people, I'll say words like, 743 years before it was prophesied that he would be born. History tells us he was born. Now we're, we're 2,073 years away. Time is run by his birth. I don't know if I believe that church stuff, really? Okay, all right, I'm just gonna be straight. You're deceived, you're deceived. If you're here and you don't know Jesus. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you shall be saved. Let me pray. Father, thank you for the blessings of the Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that we can celebrate the Christ child. The world is trying to dismantle that. <laughs> That's been history, always dismantling God we know that we're the only ones, Christianity, that can say the truth, that God is our founder. And we give you praise for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I told you, as we do every year,